0: Hey guys, I'm Kristen Cantrell. And I'm Angela Fazio. Welcome to Girl Educate Yourself. And today's guest is straight from LA. Her name is Zoe Kasisky.
1: And if you're new or if you're struggling, you need to listen because you guys, she is going to give us three tips to jumpstart your business. And Zoe, you got to tell them a little bit about yourself and why they should tune in and listen.
2: Thanks for having me guys. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so I'm Zoe Kaczynski. Um I'm based in LA, as uh, they mentioned. I have two kids, uh, two boys, four and five, who are quite a handful. Um, I was mm-hmm. born and raised here, and uh, I spent the past nine years in marketing um, before getting my real estate license. So I was five years at SoulCycle running their influencer marketing um, department. And then I had my own marketing agency for um, three years and then a year and a half ago, um, a lot of life changes happened and it led me into real estate. So now I'm at Douglas Elliman um, and I joined my mom and uh, our our group is called the Maslin Group and we hit the ground running at the beginning of last year.
1: At the I'm, beginning of last year, I, which yep. is awesome because it, it's the craziest market ever. It is. Yeah, It was a very interesting time to get my license
2: and a very exciting time. I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, um, that is a great
2: point. So yeah, today um, I am going to talk about, you know, this is a really hard business to get into. Um, I'm sure if you're a new agent, you can relate to that. Um, and I have a lot of empathy for people who get their license and dive in and, I mean, you have to be willing to work, put in the work to see the results. Um, and I was super you know, fortunate in my first year of business. Um, we did just under 30 million in sales. Um, and I was I got rookie of the year for uh, Douglas Elliman in the state of California, um, which was really exciting. And I think the two main things that really led to that success um when I think about it in like two broad buckets is relationships and knowledge. I mean, you know, y- you have to know the people. Um, this is a customer service business and you have to put yourself out there. And um, that was first and foremost. And then, you know, under relationships, I think there's your exist there's your sphere. Um, and then there's getting to know agents and agent networking. Um, And then there's the education piece of it and to really try and understand the business. Um, I mean, you have to understand the business in order to best serve your clients. Um, And that was really what I focused on in the first year. So, so
0: many agents, I know this is going to sound so silly, like so many agents get their license and they think that's all I need to learn. They really don't take seriously the amount of knowledge that you need to be excellent in this business. So what did you do to like, you told us a little bit and i want the audience to know how intensely yeah. you are serious about knowledge so tell our audience what
2: did that mean to you and how do you live that out I, mean, I i look at it as like you you have to be a sponge you have to take in everything that's happening around you because the real estate market is changing all the time. So you have to stay up to date with what's going on. So there's that piece of it. And then there's also so much paperwork. I mean, I don't even think people realize unless you're an agent, how much paperwork is in this business. And we can hire all the transaction coordinators we want and all the assistants we want. You have to know what you're doing ultimately to be the best agent. And so, you know, we have a transaction coordinator but I still make sure that I read all of the disclosures. I read all the fine print um, so that I can best set my clients up for success um, and so I really like you know in all I, I think I mentioned this to you guys before but like in my free time when I'm not in front of when I'm not in front of people I'm not on the phone I'm not at a showing I'm not at an open house I am listening to the podcast I'm reading the articles um, I'm talking to other agents I'm asking questions I'm taking advantage of any services that my my brokerage um, whether it's contract classes or, um, I mean, just, just, any, you know, little like small groups where you can kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Um, just the education piece of it is so important.
1: Well, and just think of, I mean, one of the main things that you get when you're feeding your brain, the way that you are is confidence. And so when That's you're right. out there speaking with your clients, you know what you're talking about, obviously, and but it's like, trust. I mean, this business
2: is about trust. And, yeah. you know, you need, you need the, the people in your sphere to trust that you know what you're doing for what is ultimately like the biggest transaction, not like the biggest. It is, in most cases, the biggest transaction someone will ever do. Um, mm-hmm. And
1: to yeah, be able people to- can, Well, people can like you and be like, oh my gosh, she is so cool. I want to work with her. And then all of a sudden, if you have no clue what you're talking about, they're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't use her. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. When, um, when I owned- my brokerage, we had 906 agents. And uh, I told my agents all the time listen, you can out you can outdo your competition simply by reading the contract paperwork on a consistent basis. Yeah. Because yeah. clients have no idea the advantage that mm-hmm. they would have if their agent really understood oh the ins gosh. and outs of the mm-hmm. paperwork. I can
2: out negotiate anybody tell. because of that, right? And you can tell when someone knows or doesn't know what they're doing. And I would never blame anyone for being like, ooh, she just got her license. Like, I don't, you know, I'm going to work with someone who knows what they're, knows what they're doing or is, has more experience. And, you know, I think, and I this is how I really, like, run my life in general is like, I just, I need to know everything in order to be the most successful. And I'm just such a customer, like, this business is so customer service oriented. And we just have to be able to, to serve them and and answer all the questions. And if you don't know something, I mean, everything's, a, it's all a learning curve. So like, if you don't know something, you go figure it out.
1: Yeah. Be resourceful. Well, you know what I hear all the time and I just, it like shocks me, but I, I've heard it for years from experienced agents Is well. well, I don't need training anymore. I've been doing this for so long. I'm like, you do understand that our industry like completely, like if you think about just how real estate was done, even like three years ago. We talk about this all the time because we learn a lot about crypto right now. And so um, a lot of times when you say crypto, people are like, oh, I don't want to learn. Trust me, I'm the same way. But if you're not understanding it right now, you're going to be left behind because people do have, digital assets to buy homes with. And they said, what, what did they say in the next five years, 50% of all homes will be bought with digital assets. And in 10 years, a hundred percent. So when real estate agents are like, Oh, I'm just I don't need put to my learn head anything. In the sand. Right. I, I don't need to learn anything new. I've been doing this for so long. Well, you better be learning stuff new because you're going to be not left evil. in the dust. Yeah, completely. Well, I'm going to challenge our
0: audience. I got to challenge yeah. our audience. I will bet you, and you guys are probably on, you're in your car, so you can be honest with yourself. I'll bet you, Most of our audience has never read the entire purchase contract, Mm. much less read it two or three or four or five or 10 or 15 times. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you know, there there, there are, I mean, one thing that's really helpful, um, and I forget which which site, there's a platform that can break down for you because some of the language is confusing. And you're like, what if you're not like a lawyer, you're like, what does that mean? Um, and so there, there are resources that break down what every single one of those paragraphs are, and that's, I mean, that's really helpful. Um,
1: you know, these, do you want to share example, some of the resources in case somebody's struggling? I, I, think it's on. I honestly
2: think it's on like. Well, CAR is the California Association of Realtors, um, mm-hmm. and but I, I, I imagine that there's probably something similar. Um, There's always
0: resources. There's always resources through your association, your local association, but there's also the National Association of Realtors that has a plethora
1: that's a good (laughs) word, right?
0: Of resources to help agents to really understand contract language.
1: Yeah. That
2: was a good good word. we study for this exam, which, by the way, the real estate exam, I just want to like, it is not easy. It really isn't. Like, (laughs) It, it it is, but it is textbook. I mean, you sit there, you study, you take the exam. And all the information goes like this. At least it did for me. And you're taking it to pass. You're, you're studying to pass. But when it comes down to it, like, you got to take it in. So, yeah, I mean, that is, like, first and foremost, certainly one of the most important things for this past year for me. Um, because to hear new and most important transaction of someone's life, someone's going to be like, unless they trust, it, know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So let's, let's go back to <laughs> now that. People just are going to have to be big girls
0: and go learn that stuff. But let's flip to relationships. I think that sometimes we say that so quickly and we don't really talk about what does that really mean to invest in relationships? Because all people will say who's in real estate that they need relationship with their clients. But statistically, most agents don't do a good job with their sphere. And most agents don't do a good job getting to know other agents in a professional way. So talk about that a little bit.
2: Those are, yeah. And and those are, I mean, those are my two others. So, you know, I got to my computer, I joke because like I got to my computer the first day of work and I was like, okay, I obviously don't have a client base yet. So like, where do I even begin? But I do have, everyone has a sphere, whether your list, you know, I was fortunate that I was I had, that's what I had done for a long time was build these relationships for brands. Like I consider myself a dot connector. I love connecting the dots for people. I love connecting the dots for brands. That was a huge part of what I did. And so I sit at my computer and I'm like, how, (laughs) like the first thing I need to do is make sure that everyone in my existing database knows that I've pivoted careers. Like just tell them. And so I bucketed, you know, like my closest inner circle together, I sent shameless emails. Like I'm, I'm (laughs) going into real estate. Like, I really appreciate your support, but the key is like, they're going to be like, how can we support you? Because I've, you know, I know that like, these are people that I've had that are really my closest circle that I'm like, of course they want to support me. But like, if they're not like buying or selling their house, they're probably like, how do I do that? And so you have to be specific and- not an ask, a shameless ask is what I call. It. I mean, I think that was like literally in the subject of my email. It was like pivoting Here's my shameless I ask. would open that email.
1: I would totally, and I think it's so important because you're so right. If you just sent an email to everyone, like, hey, I'm I'm pivoting careers and I'm no longer, you know, marketing. I'm no longer doing the marketing thing. I'm now a real estate agent. And here's how you can You have to tell me. people how to do because it. Because otherwise you're right. They're you. like, I'm not looking at buy or sell. Okay, cool. Then you need to jump across the table when you hear somebody at another table talking about buying or selling. That's You'd be right. like, You need yeah. to call Zoe, you know? And, and I, I think really having right. those conversations with your friends should be easy if they're your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, here's how,
2: you know, here's when you think of me. Um you can, you know, referrals are important. Um, Supporting via social is important. Reposting, like we're going to launch our website. Like when we launched a website, when we launched our new logo, we, I sent it out to everyone. So that was like, that was like day one. I was like, I'm going to tell everyone I know. I then started doing like one-off emails. Um, And then for really the next like six months, my mom laughs because she would be like, what time are you coming in? And I'm like, not till 12. I have a walk with this person and lunch with this person, and I think basically mm-hmm. every day for the first six months, I was just out in front of people. Um, some that I knew, some that I was reconnecting with um, after a long time. It was such a great way to, especially like as the world was coming back, to catch up with people um, mm-hmm. and you know <clears throat> how I think so many people's lives had changed. Um, during that time. And it was that that was huge for me. Yeah.
1: Um, and, I love this know.
2: topic. I love this topic because most people, like I
0: said, we, Chuck and I, um, my husband and I do a midweek mind freak podcast. And we were talking yesterday about sleepwalking through life. Don't sleepwalk through life. And mm-hmm. sometimes we say things like, oh, yeah, build relationships and learn stuff. And we say it so without intensity and there's no action that real deep action behind that and that's what you I mean it sounds simple but it's not if you do it well yeah you're so right. intentional with your relationship building your knowledge building
2: and well, right, and, you're it, intentional, and it it does take I mean you know I think it's it's how I've built every one of my previous businesses and built my communities and and it does take I mean listen it's it's a lot to be out all the time in front of people and I felt, you know, I was going through a time where I had my kids only 50% of the time and I it was, it sucked, but I was also like, you know what, this is the time where I put my head down and, you know, I work on building my client base for my new business. Um, mm-hmm. and that's how I really looked at it from an entrepreneurial side. Um, because yeah, I mean this, the, the more repetition and the more people hear you're in real estate, you're doing this. I mean, even, you know, whether it's on social media or you're just, making calls or you're sending a text here and there. I mean, it's just, when I think of someone, I tell them that's like, that's like part of my just everyday, like what I live by. So tell us about how, what you're doing intentionally to build relationship with agents. Yeah. So that, I think that's the other piece. I mean, I've always been of the mindset, you know, whatever um, career you're in, the people who are doing the same thing are your allies. I mean, they're not, you know, I think like people sometimes, and I talked with Kristen about this a little bit when we first got on the phone like a few months ago, how it's so interesting to me that I always thought like agents were felt very competitive towards one another. I mean, it is, it's a hard business and it is a competitive business. But if you have agent relationships, your career is going to go so much further. It is so advantageous for you to be an ally to one another and to build a community and support one another. When you're in a sticky situation, when you are, you know, in a multiple offer situation, when you want to try and find scoop on a hat, like if the more that you know, the more people you know, the better off you are. And so, you know, again, I thought of all the ways, like I didn't have a big agent, like I had my brokerage, I had my office, great. But like, how am I going to meet agents at other brokerages? How am I going to um, really build trust with them? Because that's another thing is, is building trust with agents so that, you know, you guys, want to work together. Um, so I would, I would go to open houses, I would introduce myself and make sure I wasn't just like strolling through. Um, I would always introduce myself. And I think I would take like when I see a listing that I love, I look up who the agent is. I either send them an email, I call them, or I DM them on, you know, Instagram and make sure that wow. I
1: actually that connection. Very intentional. I love that.
0: Well think about that. I just went through a, a transaction where I got everyone is bazillions of offers. And I saw an agent who had a colossal mistake on their contract. Like, I know they didn't mean that they would do an escalation clause of $30,000. They meant Mm $3,000. And if that person was a jerk, I'd be like, we suck writing contracts, you know? But I was like, Hey dude, I think you made a mistake.
2: (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, How excited do you get when there's, there's an agent that you have a relationship with that's going to write on a property that you listed because the idea of working together feels like, okay, we can get through this. There might be challenges along the way, but I know you're a good agent. I trust you. I'm a good agent. I trust myself and we can do this together.
1: Or what if you see, you see the, the a-hole who, I know (laughs) whose offer comes in and And you're you're like, like, Oh, I don't want to work with that a-hole. Right. I would, I would tell my clients,
0: you know, listen, Hey, you have all of these choices, right. Mm -hmm. For these offers. I'm just going to tell you right here. I've had not the best experience transactionally. Like you don't bash people that sucks, but you can say transactionally, this person's amazing. I don't know about these people. This person was hard, you know, so take that into consideration. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, your clients want to know that it's going to close. So they're going to take that. Advice our job. <laughs> yeah. And
1: I think that I think that you're doing such a service to your clients by investing or at least spending time building yep. these relationships. Whereas if you weren't, you're doing a huge disservice if you're going around just being an being able. a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean and and you know,
2: calling I spend this, the same way that I, I make sure that I hit X amount of people a week, um, in terms of just reconnecting, whether it's, you know, depending on how, my day, whether it's five or 10, I do the same thing with agents. I'm like, okay, I know I have yeah. clients in the Palisades. I'm going to spend, you know, 20 minutes a day, just calling agents in the Palisades saying hi, seeing if they have, you know, have anything coming up, just inventory so low. So we have to like, we have to do our due diligence to understand what's what's out there and what's coming up. Great well job. it's no
0: wonder that you helped your mom get to 30 million this in your first year in real mm-hmm. estate I love your intentionality and I'm I'm so grateful that some of the some of the comments that you made today really sparked me and I'm sure our audience will feel the same but I am so compelled because Kristen and I are both super passionate about the education piece because mm-hmm. it can totally change your career. I'm going to do my shameless plug. If you guys are struggling out there, there is no reason to struggle. We literally put together a comprehensive training called the Excel training system that not only teaches you real estate, but digital marketing and social media and sales skills. And you can be excellent. Don't be alone in this business mm-hmm. and try to just figure it out through struggle. There's blueprints, there's maps, there's ways to do it excellently. Obviously Zoe's doing it excellently and we want to help you. So if you need help, you need to contact us. Yes. Zoe, yes. I'm so
2: grateful for you. I'm, I'm so grateful that this is not the last time we get to talk to you.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I'm will. so excited
2: to, to talk further and what you guys are doing is awesome. Truly.
1: Thank, Thank you. you. We, we hope so. I <laughs> hope so. We
2: just want to be helpful. Our, our
0: whole mission is to bless people and bring women together and, you know, keep your eye out for the flourish events that we do here in Chandler, Arizona. It's a life-changing experience to network. Like Zoe finds it so important to network with other agents that doesn't have to just be in your own hometown, you know, come mm-hmm. and join Kristen and I, when we do a flourish event and meet unbelievable women who can change your mindset. Can elevate you, who can make you feel encouraged. So, yeah. Zoe, you are one of those people, and I'm really we should. You. I
1: just had like a total. Did great you have a idea? I did. So because I was your like, "You're so good." Well, <laughs> and we we would love to take Flourish into other cities. That would be we, fun. If you guys ever like, you need to come to this city, tell us. And if you can help us with the event, like we will totally do that. Absolutely,
2: it's an awesome uh, event. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I would like to come to the event.
0: (laughs) I would like for you to come to the event. You're totally delightful. And I love, I love your intentionality that some people can really be blessed by that.
2: This was great. I mean, truly like lifting each other up in this business is, is what's going to, you know, we want to see success in each other.
1: Yep. A hundred percent.
2: Well, thank you so much. Thank you guys
0: for listening. And, um, we will talk to you again soon. Yeah.
2: Bye guys.